Season 3, Episode 8, the one where we talk about cultivating authentic joy. Hey, I'm Janelle Minow, and I'm obsessed with joy, fun, and helping you navigate this messy and magical thing called midlife. I'm a midlife plus woman who broke out of struggle, took a leap from my professional career, grew a successful business, found Mr. Right, and learned to love on purpose. I'm here to teach you the tried and true secrets to releasing what's keeping you stuck and struggling so you can build a joyful life you adore. Here we'll tackle the fun but sometimes hard things, money, business, career, relationships, health, purpose, love and loss are all topics we'll cover. So pull up a chair and welcome to the Joy, Self Mastery and Living a Limitless Life podcast. going today? How are you doing? What's going on? I wish we could have a one-on-one conversation. And guess what? We can. You guys can just email me. And I would love to just talk to you. I'd love to find out what's going on for you in your life. I'd love to just have a coffee chat, I guess. Find out what's happening for you. Connect. I've been craving some connection. So if you have two, or if you want to connect, you can just shoot me an email at Janelle at JanelleJ.com. And I would love to chat with you. So today we want to talk about joy. If you get my email, I send out each Monday called Monday Magic. You know that I talk a lot about how to create more joy in your life and how to deal with fear and being stuck and all the things that keep us from living in our greatest joy. And if you're not on there, I wonder why not, because I think it's pretty great if I do say so myself. So if you want on there, just again, go to JanelleJ.com slash forward slash free dash stuff. Okay, and sign up. But anyway, today I'm bringing the topic of joy to the podcast. Joy has so many definitions, and I have been a student of joy, a researcher of joy for quite a while now, and it's so fascinating. Sometimes it's even, it has so many aspects, it's even hard to talk about. It has so many definitions and nuances, and there's so much to say about joy. And I know that I'm going to be talking more about it in future episodes of this podcast. But today I just wanted to offer some joy insights and some ways that you can start to cultivate more joy in your life if that's something that you desire, which I don't know of anybody who doesn't want to access more joy. So joy is really a quality of our true self. It is our natural state before we start layering on all the conditioning and limitations and restrictions. You can witness joy in children who haven't learned yet to worry, who still have a carefree nature and are curious and creative and filled with wonder. You can witness joy there. 
There's just an ease with them, a fun, a curiosity. Dr. David Hawkins, in his book, The Map of Consciousness, explains joy, and he actually ranks joy, along with other emotions, at an energy level. He gives it a number, and he gives joy the number 540, which, as he goes on to explain in the book, is the place where saints and spiritual leaders reside. It's the place where we see beauty and perfection in things that are imperfect. So joy comes when we experience unconditional love and a return to wholeness. It's not something we chase or that comes from outside of us, but it comes from within. We tend to think other things outside of us bring us joy, or we start to depend on other people or circumstances in order for our lives to be joyful. But that is not where real, true joy comes from. It comes from within. It comes from a shift in perspective from the ego to spirit in our attitude, a shift in our attitude from our false self to our true self. So last week or the week before, I can't remember now, I think it was a couple weeks now, I talked on the podcast about defining your true and false self and why that is so important. So go back and listen to that. But our false self is our ego self. It comes from fear and insecurity. Well, our true self or our soul self shows up curiously. This part of us, our true self, seeks love and understanding. It's the place that our dreams and our desires come from. And those dreams and desires cultivate joy within us as we pursue them, right? We don't have to have what we want to get the joy. We can cultivate the joy from within to create the joy along the way. So think about that for yourself. Think about what your dreams and desires are and where they come from. Okay? So the place where courage and faith and patience and abundance and confidence and certainty reside, you're going to find joy. It's a place where it's safe to let life unfold. But again, it doesn't come from outside of us. It doesn't come from our partners doing something that they said they would or the boss giving us a compliment. Okay, It really, truly comes from within us. So when we're coming from our true self, we're in a state of ease. And when we're in this state of ease, we open up the door to lightheartedness. We open up the door to the light and to joy. So the first way that I want to offer you to create more joy is through curiosity and compassion. We all experience loss and sorrow and worry and negative crappy things. And when we choose to respond, when we choose, first of all, how we want to respond, and we choose to respond to these kind of circumstances with curiosity and compassion versus reaction and defensiveness, we soften and we go back to this ease. We can start to let whatever we feel just be okay. We can let other people be them and we can be us. And from there, you can find love and start to feel 
momentary happiness, even in the hardest circumstances, even in loss and sorrow. When you find these momentary bits of happiness, you might be reminded of something. And a smile, you'll smile for no apparent reason. For a moment, you experience something beyond the suffering, not by forcing out the pain or covering it up with a whole bunch of positive stuff that doesn't feel true, but just by coming back to curiosity and compassion, by finding ease through curiosity and compassion. And in time, over time, the moments of joy will begin to stack on one another and you will return to joy naturally. Another way I want to share is by being grateful on purpose. Okay, we're always told, practice gratitude, be grateful, be grateful for what you have. And there's a reason for this, because being grateful, truly grateful, feeling the emotion of gratitude brings joy. Gratitude is way up there on the scale of Dr. Hawkins and his map of consciousness as well. But we can always find a reason to be grateful. We can be grateful for something in the past, in the present, or in the future that we don't even see or isn't even tangible yet. So I know that gratitude can be hard to cultivate sometimes. I know it is for me. And it's getting a little easier, but it still can be really hard for me to cultivate the feeling of gratitude. It feels like I'm trying to force it or it's being contrived. And that is why I use the practice of having. Again, I did a podcast last season on having, so you can go check it out. When you practice having, you focus on something that you're grateful for that you have. It doesn't have to be anything big. It can be small. Just start by saying, I'm happy and grateful I have, and then fill in the blank. I do this having practice daily. Today, I'm happy and grateful I have daffodils growing in my yard. That's something I'm truly happy and grateful I have. And from here, I note why, why that makes me happy and grateful. And I pay attention to the other emotions that show up. I start feeling expansive and I naturally tap into the feeling of gratitude. Gratitude is one of the emotions that surfaces. Okay, when we tap into gratitude, we close off the ego and that aspect of spirit expands within us. You, again, you can feel grateful for so many things. You can feel grateful for, again, things in the past, present, or future. And you can access gratitude through the having process. Creating safety for yourself is another way to access joy. It seems like, again, we're all living in this place of chronic anxiety and fear and worry. And fear can feel very real. But the truth is that our true self, our highest self, cannot be hurt or threatened. When we're feeling defensive or insecure or bitter or judgment, critical, confused, these are all characteristics of the false self. This is where we become vulnerable to fear. But when you're in the emotion, in the true self, who you truly are at your core, then you don't have to have the worry that this is going to come up. 
when you're in this lower place, you're blocking the true self, which is the self that expresses love, resilience, awareness, generosity, forgiveness, and joy. So when you're here, it's so much harder to open yourself up to being hurt or threatened because you come back to what is true in you. You can gradually begin to let go of unhealthy fear by questioning your thoughts and opening your awareness. When fear and anxiety arise, there's a great exercise that I use a lot, and that is just try observing yourself like you are on the outside of you looking in, like you're in the corner of the room staring down at you. And just see yourself and just notice. Just notice your body and your breath. Watch your behavior. Notice the tone of your voice and ask yourself, who is it that is up in this corner observing all this? This observer is your core self. It's your quiet center that exists outside and independent of your fear. You can sink into the true self and fear will lose its grip. When you just quietly and calmly observe it from this place outside, this independent place, you fear loses its grip and you can come back to joy again through this ease, through this noticing. All right. And the last thing I want to share with you guys is that you can just learn to lead with joy. You can cultivate it totally on purpose. I love telling myself, today I want to be joyful. And then I practice being it and returning to it when circumstances appear, right? Because they're going to. It's an opportunity to practice the return. The more I practice, the quicker I return. The more I practice, the more I notice when I default to things that don't create joy for me things like judgment or criticism or being defensive. You can ask questions like, what would be fun? What would be easy? What would I love? What would be a surprise? What would delight me? And just play because joy is a lot about being playful. All right, that's what I have for you today. Remember, every time you choose to come back to joy, ease, fun, delight, certainty, you grow those muscles. Your ability to access joy grows. Your capacity to feel more joy and see joy even in the hard times grows. And you create a new baseline for joy. I'm over here celebrating you because you just finished another episode of the Joy self-mastery and living a limitless life podcast. Thanks for listening. If you got value from this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, and review. We can help even more people just like you. Now go out and live your limitless life.